Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of Prithvi's Podcast. Today's podcast is already going to be a bit different because we are, because I am, I don't know why I said we, like I'm always some part of a team, I don't know, but um, today I'm shooting the episode at a new time, I usually do it at like pitch dark, around like 1 or 2 a.m., but right now I'm doing it at 7 in the morning, and that's not because I woke up early and I felt like chit-chatting, that barely happens, uh, just had a rough night, couldn't sleep, um, getting some coffee right now man sometimes I think I'm drinking coffee wrong you know I don't I don't know so much self-criticization self-criticization I don't think that's a word that's an example of self-criticization it should be a word I think I just like proved it very well but um Someone I would like to criticize is my cat, uh, Mike. Yes, I would like to criticize Mike because he left me. Basically, I took him down for a walk so that he could just get away for a little bit because he'd been cooped up in the house for too long. And the moment we went down, he bounced. You know, like when you, you know, like your friend who doesn't really like you just leaves you, just like I'm, I'm, I'm out. I got to study in the morning. I got some work. And he just leaves, you know. And the worst part was like, just uh, two, three days before, I posted a picture of him on Instagram saying that I got him this new uh, neck, necklace. I don't know, something for his neck. Collar? Yeah. So I got him a cool collar, cool green collar, because I thought that was his favorite color. I subjected that onto him. Because green is my favorite color, because green day is my favorite band. It's all related somehow, you know, the choices you make later on in your life. It's just related to your previous experience and that kind of uh, builds to your narrative about where you've been and where you go because uh, I don't think where you go is decided, but I think that could be anything. Like, you could just decide into anything, anytime you want. That's one of the cool parts of staying in 21st century is that you have that freedom to do anything you want. And I think I'm slowly grappling with that reality is that I can really do anything I want and nothing really is that uh, impossible per se because everything is achievable. It's just a lot of hard work everywhere. And that's when it starts to suck, when you realize how much work there is. But as time moves on, I realize the sucky part is the part that makes all the difference. It's the part that you don't want to go through. It's the part that really irritates you. Is the one that completely changes your perspective. Because now you know what it's like to not have a privilege or to go through a particular experience. And that makes you want to change the narrative on its own. So I think it's... So I think every trial and revolution we go through, it's just a... We make sure in the future that we never have to go through that again. So we build up all our forces and, uh, you know, armor and everything so that that situation never happens to us again, you know. Like we never hit rock bottom again.
everybody has a rock bottom and i think the entire like every day when you just see people awake in their jobs or going to do whatever they're doing it's just a constant battle to stay where not to hit rock bottom that's what i think happens with most people i think that's what most of life is uh, just doing your best so that you don't hit rock bottom and you keep going towards whatever you think is the ideal situation that would justify life you know whatever you're chasing whatever you're doing that would justify living life because life sometimes cannot be good right i don't know life can be terrifying because uh just look at the suicide rates yeah man i mean that's true the suicide rates are up by a lot where people could just like decide to kill themselves and i think that's something that's not talked about a lot because life can be that miserable and just because um some of you who are listening might not have personally been so depressed or something where you might have contemplated that but i'm just saying that instead of completely ignoring it to you know precautions better than cure to actually talk about this stuff so that you recognize that you're going through a spiral that might lead towards something like this and i think that's where the entire fate delusion fate delusion lies right over there because people are vulnerable like in my experience i've noticed that people who come to church are mostly vulnerable or troubled or disturbed in some way or in their lives and the people who want this job were actually doing well they sort of just become the asshole at churches i don't know tell me you haven't noticed this like you know when you go to a, i don't know at least to a church and someone is well off he's just probably irritating man he's not a good guy to be around and i think too much like sweetness come if someone is too sweet i'm i'm really cynical about that person because i don't know what he's up to because you know the truth is deep down we're all trying and i don't know like if you got it all figured out and so you know it's just like i don't buy that entire thing and i think churches can be extremely hypocritical at one point where they want to support the youth and do new stuff with them and you know empower women at the same time they want to ban abortion and you know not agree to move-ins and you know have the have the entire like you know no homo things or something i think christians were the first one to go no homo bro like you know the crucifixion like no homo no this is not this is not homo <laughs> uh you know but i think yeah people who go to churches and are it somehow i feel are vulnerable and um I think and people who run these institutions and churches they realize that these people are vulnerable and the entire institution is based on fear I mean from the get go do I mean don't you feel it you know I think people tend to look on the outside of like they don't see the business side of like a church or an organization like that because in the church they have these things called which I'm sure every other religious things have is called we have this thing called tithes and offering It is where everybody in the church who's attending chips in for the church, and that's used for you know paying the people off or the church's next mission or whatever. It's one of the funniest things. Church's mission are called missionary, so you might just be a missionary, you know. 
I think if someone is not Christian and he just walks into a room and everybody's like, who here would like to do some missionary work? And, you know, some guys are like, me. And then, like, cut to two weeks later, he's in Africa. He's like, what, what kind of missionary work is this? I was expecting some other kind of work. I don't... Yeah, that's just a funny offset. But it's just all clamped up in that institution. Yeah, so the tithes and offerings are collected. So you ignore the business part of it where if like just if there are 100 people in a church and they're all contributing some significant amount as the Bible says at least 10%, so at least 10% people are contributing maybe by an average. And so, you know, so it's 100 people, 10%, and it's just a lot of money involved in this thing. And I think people just choose to ignore that, you know, but they're like, don't look at the money side of it. Just look at what they're doing is good. And I don't know, doing good so much, you know, you just start covering shit up. I don't know if you guys, if you guys watch Spotlight, but they show how much the Vatican covered shit up in Boston. Aware of the situation that's, <clears throat> that's going on in, Vatic- in Boston with the priest and the child. They didn't do anything to stop the moment because they knew the system is corrupted. It's just like, it's now, it is what it is in some ways. Oh man, I mean, these, this, this entire modern era can be just an era of complete decease, deceiving, like, you know what you think? It's completely deceived because uh, everything just seems to be propaganda in some way. Like... I don't know, I think as more time progresses, the more we go further away from the Cold War, I just think, we, I realize the Cold War maybe never really ended. It's still US versus Russia going on, and there's still some, you know, shit unresolved from the 70s and 80s that is still into play, making decisions even now. Like, the Russia thing is like, you know, Russia cheating and doping in Olympics and everything is just to still show the world that you know, and, and the doping had people from the KGB involved in everything. So I think it's just a, there's still some secret shit going on that we don't really know what we're talking, that the general public doesn't really know what's going on. And I think therein lies the truth somewhere where you just know that it's all deceiving and it's all part of the same lie. And I think that's where my belief falls in right now because it's just propaganda. I wouldn't want to believe just because, you know, it is what it is. And religion and at least being grown, you know, and being, I grew up in a Christian family, there are still so many answers that there are no answers for, you know. And I think I support Jordan Peterson on this one. It's like, I believe it's just more about the individual person on an individual scale of what you really do and choose to do with your life. And I think if you're, and I think people just realizing that it's that it's uh, decisions that make your life better. It's what you do and what you think, and you know how you react on it that, that actually reacts on your that actually plays out in your life, and not just you know believing in something. And I think by something, I think you can believe in seeing yourself succeed, but then believing in something else that is over control, I just think that's not healthy because that just gives you a crutch to just like you know. Think that, well, I tried everything and it didn't happen. 
And well, in reality, that's just not the case. But the truth is, maybe you didn't try hard enough. And I think nobody wants to hear that. So it's just what it is. If you get into problems, there is like I'm sure like if you thread back into your life, you can find the origins of the problem, and it it kind of stemmed and rooted from, and you kind of were a part of it all along. Thus, it affected your life. And just to completely blame that on a system and be like, well, I'm not. Those are just sins, and those will be taken care of and forgiven, and those won't really affect my life. Well, that's just not true, brother. Amen, brother. You know, when I was in, when I was playing in the church, man, one pastor told me that if I'm not playing with my full heart, I might just die on stage. And I just found that extremely hypocritical because his breath stinks. I'm like, if you're going to preach for Jesus and Jesus actually comes and says, thank you, dude, he's going to faint because your teeth smells like shit, dude. You're going to tell me, you're going to tell me I'm going to die. How about just use some Colgate before you say that, brother? If I ever get up on like a church to speak, I'll just say like extremely passive aggressive shit and just end up with brother. You're all morons and idiots to be here, brother. It's just, you know, <laughs> to even out what I just said. And I don't think, like, you know, and I think pastors have this really cool job of, like, doing an open mic every week at their venue. If you look at it, like, some churches have, like, a good audience of 30 to 40 people every Sunday, and the pastor has to get up every week and, like, you know, do new content and everything. He's figuring it out. Like that, that, that's something to be applauded over there. Like what the pastor is doing, coming up with new content every day. If you go to a church long enough, for let's say over a year, you start to realize the material is being repeated. Because again, there's like only one book, and everybody's read that book. So I think it's hard to keep that interesting. But the institution has done so. So kudos for that. Here are my atheistic beliefs. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'll see you in my next podcast.